If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to Headstuff Plus. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Sorbet, you stay. My name is Keen. I finally topped. <laughs> I'm Mary McGathy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Sissy That Pod. We are at the finale of season 15. It's been, I actually think it's, I think it's been a quick 15 weeks. However. I think so I think too. The season's flown by. Yeah, it's yeah. blowing my mind that it's been 15 weeks. It makes me question <laughs> uh, my reality. <laughs> <laughs> 15 weeks into the year already yeah, yeah. It's, it was a fun uh, fun finale and even more fun episode because we don't have one amazing guest we've got two it's kind of a bit of a round table vibe this week we have Amanda from the Traders Amanda Lovett who's super and then we have drag excellence in the form of Theresa May the two of them were performing um in Aberdeen together so I we lumped them in together and what's great about the round table is you have four four different accents so it's very it's very easy to tell everyone apart Irish Welsh Spanish American yeah if people want to hang out with us more we are putting on a table quiz in Dublin on the 6th of May if you want to come along it's in the Bernard Shaw if you are a drag fan and you want to test your knowledge we will be putting your knowledge to the test in some fun table quiz rounds and there'll be some live drag performances as well so come along to that so for one last time Erin as your co-host are you ready to get into it mm-hmm. let's go <laughs> Amanda Lovett and Charitza May thank you so much for joining us on Sissy That Pod for the finale of season 15 it's like a little round table we have going here Charitza Obviously, we know your history with this franchise, but I'm interested to know, Amanda, when did you come to the world of Drag Race? And uh, yeah, how long have you been watching? Oh, I've been watching um, RuPaul's Drag Race for, yeah, a number of years now, about four, four years, four or five years. I've got twins that are 18 now and they absolutely adore it. So they got me into it. Um, yeah, I just love watching the performances. The costumes are amazing. And every year, I think it's getting you know, harder and harder, isn't it? You know, they're all up in the game every year. So, um, yeah, I just love it. And, of course, my first experience of sort of um, a drag convention was DragCon in January, which I've explained to everybody that it's just like a bubble of love. It's like being in a bubble of love. Everybody is just so happy because obviously they're they're just themselves there. There's no expectations of, of... how you've got to be or oh it's just lovely so I'm going there every year now and I, I recommend it to yeah. all my friends you've got to have a day up there you've got to go because <laughs> when I saw you at DragCon you were telling me that one of your favourite queens is one of my favourite queens which is Ginny yeah. Lemon yeah. as well so I was so excited yeah. to hear that like she's such yeah. a legend she's fabulous she actually when I when the traitors was aired um, Ginny was the first uh, queen to message me and um oh, yeah and she said um oh you're gonna you're such an icon you're gonna be fantastic you've got a lovely career ahead of you if you need any you know any advice or anything please just contact me and you know my daughters are like this oh my god Ginny Lehman has just messaged you man you know so <laughs> yeah she's absolutely she's amazing she's a big friend yeah yeah she yeah. is absolutely and then Charitza obviously star of season three of UK also got to chat to you a bit at DragCon too what's it like watching the show 
after you've been honest. I've never watched it. What what is it? What what? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a little competition show. <laughs> you might not have heard of it. <laughs> it's, you know what? At the beginning, after my season aired, it was a bit triggering to watch it because mm-hmm. you have the experience of being there and and you know when the cameras stop and and when it's they keep recording and you know what's happening, like you know where they're coming from. It, you, I think you emphasize emphasize a little bit too much with them, and it was a bit bit awkward to watch especially the uk seasons but you end up forgetting and you're back in the fantasy again and that's what happened to <laughs> me in, in this season in this season I, I fully forgot i was there and i was just enjoying it as a fan because it was so it was such a great season with such iconic queens uh you end up just fangirling over them all over again what do you think of the the massive finale for the American show and like the crazy energy in that room? How, would you would you have liked to do something like that or does that look wild? It would be amazing. Like imagine having <laughs> something like that at the Palladium in London. It would be so good. And the yeah. thing is, uh, I, I was watching it last night. And I was like, oh my gosh, like pressure normally is on if, if you have to do a lip sync in front of RuPaul and the judges. But Blossy Nora, doing it in front of such a big audience, like it must have been so incredible because the, the love was, you could you could feel it. It was such an incredible energy there. So yeah, mm-hmm. fingers crossed. Come on, BBC Three, get, get us yeah. the, the finale if I ever get there. Okay, so going into season 15, the finale, Amanda, who are you rooting for? Um, I, do, I did love Anitra from the beginning. Yeah, I, I just think that lip syncing with her was perfect all the time. Um. I really liked her. I did like the theatrical, the costumes from um, Lex Noir and obviously from London. But um, yeah, Anitra was my favourite. Sasha Colby, I think everybody thought she'd win it from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Are you the same, Trita, or were you more of a Sasha uh, fan? Very interesting. I'm Sa- I was Sasha and Mistress. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I- I just really, really love. Uh, I I felt bad for all the queens, but sometimes uh, ends up happening what has to happen. And and I loved uh, the moment I saw Sasha come in and just her entrance line, just someone shouting, "Is that Sasha Colby?" And her saying, "Period." It's like she's one. Well done. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for coming. Yeah. It's, it's great to see you all. And then there was something very. I just love queens who are great TV, and I think it's a mm-hmm. very brave thing to do these days in Drag Race. Be honest and be a bitch if you need to, and be unapologetically you is something that I'll tell you we don't see enough. Um, and I just love that Mistress was so real all the time and just gave yeah. us such incredible moments from the beginning. So I think that alone deserves counts as five uh, challenge wins. <laughs> so uh, I think I think she's <laughs> a front runner for me. I loved her. It is so funny that like her jovial puntiness, if I may say, so, like was it coming from an insecure place because she was so solid as a queen you know like it wasn't salty it was just yeah (laughs) pure mean lovely comedy yeah (laughs) and I love that because you know the fans are gonna comment on it and in fact like she she got really really bad hate online like they kept I don't Mm. uh, they kept like reporting her Instagram and stuff like it it was bad but it takes a lot of balls. You, when you are there filming, you are thinking, oh, should I say this? Will the fans take it well? Like, it's inevitable. And I love that she was like, I'm going to say it anyway. So, yeah. props. I think when you've been through so much to get where you want to be and who you want to be, then you're entitled to say it as it is. And you should be, if people can't accept that, then you'd want them in your life anyway, Joe. Mm. Oh, 
I do think exactly. so. I do think I don't know if you watched the reunion, which we didn't really cover on the podcast yet. I did think it was probably a bit unbecoming of Mistress just keep kicking Lucy while she was down. Like at this point, Mistress <laughs> yeah, had made the top four. Lucy was clearly the reject. It was like fine, and yeah. I kind of felt Mistress kind of kept coming for Lucy. And we've 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 discussed Lucy a lot on this show, uh, so I don't know where you guys stand on her. <laughs> I love yeah. Lucy. I <laughs> okay. love her. I feel for her a lot. They've made her that delusional. <laughs> <laughs> I did. They I liked the way that they treated her in the reunion. Like I liked that they kind of upped her and stuff. I feel yeah. like Mistress, like Mistress's, uh, like trolling Lucy seems like the subtext of it is her wanting Lucy to not care anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like she's gonna keep on pushing that button. That's as, true. As long as she's it, doing it for her own her. good. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not saying that she's. Yes. Yeah. And actually, something yeah. we haven't discussed really enough on the pod is let loose and how much of like a, a hit it's kind of become as the season has aired. Have you guys been hearing it while you've been out doing shows? Obsessed. Obsessed. <laughs> yeah. I, Amanda's I, heard I, it maybe I, a bit too many times. I can see by your face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. I love it. I'm never gonna be late again. Game. <laughs> Walking has 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 multiplied the speed by ten with that song, especially the remix. Mm. It's ridiculous. I'm obsessed. <laughs> so good. Before we get into Smiley, let's touch briefly on that that the um the reunion again. The Golden Boot Award went to Selena Estides for her her um traffic post um look with the Metallica signs. Yeah. Um, I I feel probably Selena did deserve it. I don't know if I would have chosen that look, but I kind of if you had to choose one, I probably would have been hers. Uh, do you agree, Teresa? I think so. Bless her soul. Um, yeah. and but but I get it. Like there's a thing. You you have a choice when you're going to Drag Race. You are who you are, and you can be everything can make sense in your little drag universe in your head, mm-hmm. or you can just go with fashion references that you know that RuPaul is gonna love. Um, that for me is the easy path. I think again, it, being quite brave and just representing who you are and her with the whole Chola thing. Um, I think it was quite a moment, but yeah, especially that look. What the hell? Is going on? <laughs> um, I, but, I think I got kind of yeah, exactly. The boot felt like a lifetime achievement award for the season. First, yeah, like I all think of so. the <laughs> yeah, an aggregate just boot, yeah. But yeah, but yeah. I agree. Like I love, like I have such a soft spot for Selena, and I love the the bringing the Chola representation. Um, yeah, big fan. And I loved yeah. her look in the reunion. Yeah, I think that's a, reunion. well in the reunion and in the finale. Absolutely, Let, maybe that's a good uh, opportunity to segue in. So we're going to do a quick tutor boot round of the yes. queens as they enter out into the room because you don't really get to see them for that long to us. So we don't, probably don't have that long to discuss them. So we'll probably just pull them up. I'll do a brief description, yeah. and we can say sure. tutor boot. Up first, we had Irene in this uh, green moth goddess costume. What did we? What did we think? That's a toot for for me. Yeah, yeah. I love that designer. No one works the feathers like him. I'm obsessed. Toot, toot, mm-hmm. toot. I it's a light toot for me. I think some of the other things she's I've seen her on Instagram look nicer than this, and I was kind of expecting like that she has her one moment to shine and show her final eleganza. I was kind of a bit disappointed mm. by this, yeah. but it still looks good. Next up, we had Princess Poppy. and this is the it's a, like an ode to Drop Dead, Dead Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed. This With it's the... a, for me as well. Just for the, her referencing is just mm-hmm. iconic. 
I love it. It's so obscure. I'm, I really love her. It's a toot. It's it's a boot for me. Okay, tell oh. me tell me more. Go on. Um, yeah, I just I just think it's quite an easy thing to put together, really, as well. That a lot of yeah. effort hasn't gone into. I can see with it's an iconic look, and I can see where she's going for. But the detail of it compared to a lot of the other costumes, and you know, um, no, it's a boot for me. I think it's quite easy to put together. I could put that together to go to a fancy dress, you know? So, <laughs> I, mean, I think you should. I would love to see you at this event. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, might, uh, I might actually do it. Yeah. <laughs> you should. Can I ask the panel, in the reunion when uh, Princess Poppy said that she had quit drag, what, what's, this, what's the story there for those not in the know? I don't well, know any I, more than that. I don't know anything. Like, there was a rumor before she said anything. She hasn't posted many of the looks on Instagram mm. and... Yeah, we uh, we all we all know. I saw some interviews in the red carpet for the for the for this for for the final episode, and she she has joked a couple times saying, "No, this is my my last my last drag appearance." I'm not joking. So I think she might be. I think she might right. be right. Yeah, and like she appeared in that iconic Rebecca Glass or clock Rebecca oh. Glass cock look for the reunion that they were talking about during the season when she entered in jeans and, and a yellow top or whatever, and like. Mm. Nothing was really made about that. I like she kind of got very little air time. So yeah, I don't know. It, there's a strange sort of edit going on with her. But maybe it is her last yeah. time in drag. I don't know if yeah. it's the makeup, but she just looks despondent. Yeah, <laughs> sad. She's she's clocked uh, out. Yeah, she's over it. Hope she's all right. Yeah, she just looks sad. She looks very sad, doesn't she? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we're still all giving right. her well, a boot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give her a tear. I'll give her a tear. I'm okay. Yeah, we're still giving her a boot. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> You look sad. Well, guess what, bitch? They're now. They're having a Now, Sugar gave us like this angel look, which was kind of like frosted white and grey with it with a like an ice blue wig with a high pony. I love yeah, this. This is looks, one of my favorites. It looks like a reference to. I doubt it is, but uh, has anyone ever seen the Last Unicorn? It was a cartoon from like the late seventies, early eighties. No. Well, it looks like this. I found it interesting that neither her nor Spice did their little bunny hop thing. Mm. Um, they both seemed a bit, I mean, I'm sure it is so overwhelming performing on that stage. They, they both seemed really nervous. I think it looks beautiful, though. I'd give it a toot. Yeah. I'd give that a toot. She's like an ice queen. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's a toot for me as well. And and I do see what we were saying earlier that maybe was missing from Irene. Uh, I do see an evolution, uh, an elevation from from what she's presented on the show to here. So I, mm-hmm. I think very yeah. lovely. Toot, toot, toot. Yeah. I imagined like Sugar and Spice when they were watching this season, like sitting down with like their notebooks being like, okay, how do we, how do we yeah. level up? Yeah. Which I <laughs> love about them. Yeah. Uh, Amethyst was next in this kind of black and pink catsuit, which was kind of almost kind of like athleisure kind of style with then like a mesh top. And there was a little reveal. Is this like a gem? uh, Gem in the holograms reference? I think it probably is. Yeah, you're right. So I'm sure River Medway would love this, but I don't. It's a boot for me. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't mind it. I I give it a toot. Oh, I I like it, just not for the finale. I don't know. There's something uh, I get it, but yeah, not not yeah. not. For- With the finale runway looks, because they're not having to lip sync, 
I want them to be really elaborate. Yeah. And uncomfortable, I agree. Yeah. yeah. But I, yeah, and yeah, exactly. And uncomfortable. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I love I, I love Amethyst. I, I don't know if you noticed this, like throughout the finale, anytime they cut to her, I was probably projecting, but like what I was seeing on her face was like, ah, like I really wish I could have shown more because I think she's oh. such a star and she's so funny. Very young. Like it's exciting about this mm-hmm. queen that's been on the show so young because there's so many years ahead of Drag Race. Like I'm excited yeah. to see mm-hmm. them live. <laughs> They'll be yes. so iconic. They're so good this young. Like it's incredible. Is it a boot from you, Amanda? It's a boot for me, not um, fabulous enough for the finale. You have to be mm. fabulous in the finale, I think. And it's, yeah. I think she could have yeah. done more of a, a fab, you know, icon mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, boot right, for that's me. That's exactly. Yeah. Anyone else feel really uncomfortable with all the uh, talk about Robin and Amethyst's relationship <laughs> and the reunion? <laughs> I, I, did, I felt really bad for them. Like, heaven I'm... forbid you sleep with another drag queen. Like, yeah. Yeah, not loud. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, mean, the whole, whole reality franchises have been made out of you know, ending up on a beach with your ex. So I think, you know, it's just a, it's a trope of reality yeah. TV. Exactly. exactly. It, it, it's going to be used to make the most of it. Get the mm. camera time. Tell us the full story. <laughs> Can't wait for a season of The Traitors where there's two exes in the room, you know, and they're both accusing oh each other my- of traitors. That'll oh be exciting. <laughs> Oh, I could do a round table of mine, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, too stressful. Um, Robin was up next, and this I this was a toot for me in this sort of black and white latex gown that's off the shoulder with a sort of mermaid tail with black tulle and like a black beehive wig. Yeah, toot, toot, toot. it looks like a like a marriage of uh, My Fair Lady and like Bride of Frankenstein, Frankenstein yeah. like dominatrix. There were a lot of My Fair Lady esque looks, mm. but yeah, I love this too. This was a definite definite toot from me. Yeah. Toot for me. She's carried it right through up to the wig with the diamantes. There, it's definitely a toot for me. Yeah, like uh, every queen these days say the same thing. I do old style drag with a modern twist. And <laughs> none of them actually do. But this is right. what that is. Like such a classic silhouette with such an unconventional uh, material for a, for a gown like this. And then she just made it so classy with the hair. And she mm-hmm. just looks beautiful head to toe. It's a toot. I think she she's the most eloquent, like elegant, like classically beautiful queen of the season person yeah. she's so gorgeous um but yeah next we had aura um i have a problem i don't know what it said on the fan oh drag uh, is not so, a crime so, yeah drag is not a crime oh! yeah so or so so or is wearing like this um how how, how would you uh, Ter- teresa how how would you uh describe this look like mm, uh, a lot going on is what i would say <laughs> <laughs> it's what like it's sort of like a black mesh dress black yeah, with a bodysuit under some oversized puffy sleeves with some mesh gloves and a choker. Yeah. S&M yeah. Sunset Boulevard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it's pretty to me. It looks like a like a negligee slash uh, gown. I, I like the fan. I liked the fan moment. And I love fans <laughs> in general. 
Yeah, and I mean, that was the centerpiece um, of the look, right? Like, it's kind of hard to boot yeah. this, considering its message and what's going on in the US at the moment. Um, so, Well, I'll boot the dress and toot the fun. Can okay. I do that? <laughs> yeah, there we go. I think, yeah, I think that's the same for me. There's just too much going on. She, there's no sort of, I think when you, when you pick a lovely outfit and you're going to, you have to have one sort of theme and go with that. And I think she's tried to combine too many different elements mm. yeah it's a little yes. anachronistic yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a boot on the on the actual outfit <clears throat> but a, a toot on the fan Agreed. jacks was up next with this sort of denim kind of superhero style look with i mean it's it's nice to see that Jax is just sticking to it Jax. yeah Jax didn't like want to Jax spend more money Jax for Jax the finale Jax was just going to use what they were going to use for the, the runway i'd say and, and stick to it yeah, well, that's that's a common thing because you you are left you are left um, with especially if you live on the early side of the season you are left with so many costumes that are just gonna sit there and you still spend the mm. money. So I I am a fan of queens reusing their costumes for for other things. In my season, I used my scene stealers for the roast, and uh, mm. I did something else for the final as well. <laughs> so. Um, <laughs> I, I think this has happened. I think she, she literally took this for the season. I was like, I'm going to use it. Yeah, uh, sadly for me, like for a finale like this, it, it, it is not standing out. There's no sparkle. There's It's fierce. And I'm sure for a brunch, she looked fierce. But um, it's, a, it's a boot for me. Mm. I'm, yeah. I'm torn between this one because I can imagine that on a Versace runway. Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Sort of, um. Look, and I know I said fabulous, but I think I think it is quite fabulous in its own uniqueness. Because yeah. I, I like the sort of stance of it, and you know, um. But yeah, the only thing is, is it is the finale, isn't it? So could have been a little bit more. Blitz, I think. Yeah, I think it works for Jax because Jax is that sort of Mortal Kombat inspired queen yeah. and I think that is a kind of right. more elevated version of that. It does lack yeah. the the shininess of a finale look but I think yeah. it looks good. I'd give it a two. Yeah, I like I like the orange trim. I also Thanks. like, I have a lot of respect for queens that stick to their stick to their 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 brand in the finale yes. like it, it always makes me feel sad when finale looks look like their like response to the fandom. Yes. You know, and swing in the other direction. I'm gonna, yeah, light, I, light too. Because I can't imagine that on a Versace sort of runway. It, it, it's got mm. something about it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, Spice was up next. She was the Red Devil to uh, Sugar's Angel. For me, in comparison, this doesn't have as much detail as Sugar's look. I still think it looks good, but it's a bit Halloweeny. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I I mean I literally think that the fork is is a Halloween store um fork with some rhinestones, which I'm obsessed with. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I love this look. I agree. I I do think uh, I do think the angel one was a little bit more elaborated and and a, a lot more interesting. But I still love this. I I, mm -hmm. I just love the the pale skin with i don't know this whole i love the makeup and wig yeah oh yeah it's just yeah. 
Don Stunning. Like, it's so interesting. I love it. I give it a boot. A toot. A toot. A Freudian boot there, but you... <laughs> I loved both of them, too. I'm a little, like... This isn't really a note, but it is funny to me that they're like, ah, oh, what should we do for the finale? Angel Devil? Great. Let's go home. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like they could have, like, spent 15 more minutes thinking of something a little, a little more fun and subversive. Mm. But, yeah, I like yeah. it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Amanda? boot for me because mm. it's it's very halloweenish and not very original really is it you know she could have if she wanted to do devil she could have made it in a different way rather than just holding the little devil fork and yeah i, I can mm. imagine someone just going to a nice little halloween cost uh party dress like that so it's a boot for me Sorry. This is also the first of three red looks in a row because up next is yeah, also Malaysia in this sort of scarlet velvet dress that has these sort of tendrils oh. coming up her upper chest around her neck, which I like. This is gorgeous. I like it, but I, 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 I remember her glove look was something similar and I remember mm. that was done a bit better, but I still like this. I like the Ursula-ness. Yeah of it all and this like may west ursula um yeah i i i love this this is a very strong toot for me even if it looks similar to things i think it looks great definitely a toot for me because it's ursula glam um she's Mm. pulled it right off isn't she with the velvet and the feathers and yeah it's a toot for me yeah i agree i love it i I think out of all the the looks this is the one i would want to wear i'm Mm. just Classic beauty. She she knows what she's doing. She knows her silhouette. The feathers give that expensive touch because those are expensive. Um, I, I'm upset. It's a toot. Yeah. Don't you just want to give her a hug? Like, you know, that velvet is so mm. soft. I just want to yeah. like, cuddle up with her. Like, she's... Yeah. <laughs> it looks expensive. Like, it's going to be so soft. And next we had Marsha. Uh, so, like, his red... Uh, is it chiffon? Uh, sort of V-shaped skirt with a almost sort of beekeeper style uh, circular <laughs> mesh like racing hat. hat like picnic hat it, yeah. it's like ballerina at the at the Kentucky <clears throat> Derby yes because she has like those ballerina ribbons up her legs sort of crisscross up her leg and stuff like that it's a very musical it's, I think it's something you mm. would see in theatre it's it's a very yes. theatrical yes. yes. look I think it's very classic, uh, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. And I, I love what she's done with the makeup, the fact that she went a lot more draggy. Um, it, she looked absolutely gorgeous. And this look really, really, really pulls it together for me. Sometimes a simple silhouette like this one in red, a striking color works. And I do wonder if they gave them a color palette because I know they've yeah. done that in the past. And I wonder I, I wonder if, if there was something going on there and some people just ignored it because it does seem odd that so many people came in red. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it is a toot, just about a toot, I think. Um, I do like it. It's, it's sort of the classic ballerina sort of style dress, isn't it? Um, with I do like the, the shape of, as you've said, like sort of the the old beekeeper hat because it sort of transforms it up a bit. I think if it wasn't for the hat, it could be a little bit boring. It is um, a bit simple, all right, but I guess Marsha yeah. has been a bit simple all season, so this is kind of elevated for yeah. Marsha, yeah. so kind of yeah. works. Yeah, yeah, it does, and and with the hat, it sort of it it makes it more theatrical. So, um, yeah, it's a toot for me. 
So Selena is celebrating her quinceanera in her finale look in with this big, garishly over the top in the best way, pink and purple and white floral dress, which when you turn around, you can see the slice through the cake. Yeah, I think so bi- it's only slightly more heightened than actual gorgeous quinceanera yeah. <laughs> dresses in a great way, in a brilliant way. Yeah, I think this is perfect for Selena because she's obviously loves a concept in her in her drag and her looks. Um, but this is when it's like, you know, was able to be executed properly. And, uh, and I'm really glad she had this moment. Yeah, yeah this me too. I camp. This is high camp. I'm, I would see this in Panto in the UK. As an <laughs> and I mean, that was the best compliment. Um, she, I love this. It's so iconic. And again, quinceañera repping for her culture. And just when she turned around and there was the cut on the slice of the cake, like I want, I want her sitting on, on a shelf in my house. I'm obsessed. <laughs> yes. She's yeah, so quiche. I, I really love her. Um, it's a toot. Yeah, yeah, it's beautiful. You can imagine tiny little mannequins made of her, can't you? And you having them around mm-hmm. the house and things in this. It's absolutely the work that's gone into it. And, you know, iconic and unforgettable, isn't it? It's, it's beautiful. I could kind it of imagine beautiful. this look as a tea cosy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I also love that it is literally like a princess cake. Like mm-hmm. we, we've all seen those those cakes, right? Yeah. Where we have the doll in the middle of the cake. Yes. Yeah, it looks beautiful. She also, I think she seemed the most joyful throughout the entire finale. She seemed like so happy to be there, so delighted with what she was wearing. Like I just was living for her yeah. energy throughout. Yeah, you can tell it it's it's a lovely vibe and it's it's yeah, it's like the little truly scrumptious song, isn't it? It is truly scrumptious <laughs> dress. Yeah. Someone who may have addressed in response to the fans' reaction to them was Lucy. <laughs> I think so. I think so. In this... So what do, you, what do you think is the story behind this look? Because I am confused. Yeah, I think it's like her... It, it feels like a slight answer to being called generic. Like her coming out in, in a... She's, she's wearing like a different silhouette than she normally wears... Like this, it, it's like a Elvira sort of like, and like the the beating on the chest kind of looks like a rib cage. Yeah, and then we have the wig to brain reveal. I think this is her her Dracula application. I think she's gonna go for- <laughs> <laughs> maybe. I could see her just literally doing that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to show she's versatile. I think she looks gorgeous, but she's gone too far off her brand. Mm. Like. <laughs> yeah. What is going on? I mean, I love it. It's a dude for me because I, I do love like sp- spooky drag is is my favorite drag to go see. Mm. Um, I, I so I, I'm I'm obsessed. I just like it took me when I saw the pictures on on on, on socials before the the, the finale. Um, I, I didn't realize it was her, and that's mm. that's a big no no uh, in drag. Mm. Uh, you can you can go as far as your of your brand as you want, but you still need to to be recognizable. It still needs to be in the Lucy Latuka uh, universe. But it's a it's a toot. Yeah, it's a toot for me too. But yeah, it does make me feel a little sad that this feels like it's fan service for the people who don't like her <laughs> yeah. versus the people who do. Absolutely. Uh, but but I agree. I think it looks gorgeous, and I also love spooky drag. Uh, it did make for very funny cuts to her in the audience when she was really excited because she just looked so menacing with this <laughs> makeup, ah. which was funny. Obsessed. Yeah, I think this is telling everybody, you know, 
back off, isn't it? It's like, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it's a toot because I do love the costume. It's just, it's a, it's a shame she sort of has portrayed that guard, that big guard, doesn't she, I think? Mm. You know, yeah. When, um, yeah, I think she's sort of putting that big guard on. Um, but, you know, it's how she's feeling probably as well, isn't it? But sure, the yeah. costume itself, you know, yeah, it's very theatrical. It's a toot. I wonder is this inspired by her her inner saboteur? I don't remember in season yeah. ten they did like a sort of dual runway where they dresses themselves and their inner saboteur. Yeah. Like if this was kind of like, oh, this is the person who has held me back from being in the finale, and I'm going to dress up yeah. as them. That's a kind of fun yeah. way of exploring yeah. it. I yeah. love that. I or maybe this is like the villain now, and Drag Race was the villain origin mm. story. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. Villain that's era. Fun. Yeah. I'm obsessed. <laughs> uh, okay, on to the final four. Up next was uh, Anitra. I love it. It's, it's a toot for me. I'm obsessed with it. It's just like, she's always like, it's like sort of a kimono, sort of futurist mm. moment. I don't know. It's really, it, it feels like it's mixing tradition with a big kimono cape. And then with this pointy bits that kind of are characteristic for Anitra, I, I really like as well. Like, it's, it's a toot for me. Yeah, Anitra's brand is pointy bits. Yeah, point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it it's yeah. very sort of um as as Charitza said, it's very Japanesey with the kimono, but the very glam sort of look and quite powerful with the points as well. Um, yeah, she slays that. So yeah, it's um a toot for me. Yeah, do for me too. Like I'd never known anyone to be so consistently glamorous and look like they could kick the shit out of you at any given time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was like a, a Mortal Kombat character all the time. Yeah. 100%, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like I either want you to kiss me or kill me. Or yeah. But whatever, whatever you're feeling is fine. You can imagine this in a James Bond movie, can't you? Yeah, She's 100%. And in the James Bond, yeah, definitely. Mm, yeah, yeah. Cool. Lux was next with, it was like a sort of light pink kind of showgirl look with plumage of uh, feathers around her waist and like a head of pink, I think it was feathery headpiece. Yeah, yeah. The picture, the picture isn't great, but it 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 was kind of uh, reminiscent of the blue fairy look a little bit, and it's the, the way it was shaped. It's gorgeous. I mean, it's just I, I was astonished. I think it's beautiful. The 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 feathers. Like fun fact for you, I can't remember the name of the designer, but RuPaul uses this designer herself for for some oh. of her drag race. Um, it's. It, it, I think it's a very subtle reference because I, I know she knows. RuPaul will know because his treatment of the feather it's very unique to to him. Um, I, I love. I love her. I love her. I think her looks have been so incredibly joyful to watch, and she put so much passion into it, and this really shows that. So it's a toot. Yeah, toot for me too. I also loved when they talked to her family and how confident the mom was yeah. talking about their <laughs> I generally lineage. was like where did she get it from I was generally expecting the mom to say me like straight <laughs> yeah. <up. laughs> yeah literally yeah uh, toot from you Amanda toot from me yeah absolutely glamorous she's she's shown some fantastic fantastic outfits through the series and uh, yeah and I love the, the how much her family have supported her through her journey as well which is fantastic yes that's a toot for me and a toot from me and that brings us on to mistress which i think is personally my top toot of the whole cast i absolutely love this i have no idea how she managed to get it to shine 
the way it does. <laughs> I've never seen anything sh- reflect the light like this material does in this sort of like sort of kind of salmony pink um, mermaid gown, which is kind of a halter neck and then there's long gloves and then a high sort of gingery kind yeah. of wig. I, th- I think it's really shiny taffeta. When yeah. I was in high school, like this fabric was used a lot in the prom dresses of the time okay. and I haven't seen it in a while. But yeah, it looks it looks unreal. Her yeah. huge. It looks fantastic. Teresa, you hate this? You hate this look, Teresa? No, I love it. No, I'm joking. I'm <laughs> no, I just knew that you'd love it. <laughs> I'm so excited about this because I love this fabric and I've been I've been searching for a fabric like this because it's like water effect. I think it's a tough mm. time. And, and the effect on camera is like water. I, I've seen it. Uh, some queens have used it in different colors. Um, and I've been looking and meaning to get something made like this. She looks absolutely beautiful. She looks like Ariel's grandmother, doesn't mm-hmm. she? You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. She's the queen of the mermaids there, isn't she? You yeah. know, absolutely, um, yeah, beautiful. And the silhouette, everything just perfect. Yeah, absolute big, big toot from me on that one. Yeah, me too. Finally, then, Sasha Colby in uh, the scarlet, shining red My Fair Lady look with accompanying umbrella. Yeah, and the metallic bodice. I mean, and you can see her ass. Like, it's just beautiful top to bottom. And the umbrella. Yeah. Yeah. She's, She's just a class act, isn't she? She is a class act. Sasha just oozes elegance, doesn't she? And, um... I think this that personifies her in one, you know, one sort of yeah picture like that. She's she's just sexy, isn't she? She's just sex on legs and glamorous, and yeah, she looks absolutely beautiful, you know. So uh, yeah, that's a toot. Yeah, I I think with Drag Race, um, big big part of it obviously is being talented, but also a big part of it is having the maturity to to make the right decisions. And mm-hmm. Sasha has been making the right decisions from the moment she walked in to this right point right here. I think this look is just perfect, perfect, perfect for what what we want to see from her and what she and what she is. So it's it's a it's an absolute toot for me. Like I, I love it head to toe. Hey, Keen here. Thank you so much for listening and thank you so much for supporting the show in whichever way you can, whether it's just by listening or heading over to Sister on Instagram and, you know, chatting to us there. One way that you might want to support us that you might not have not already is to subscribe to our premium feed over at headstuffpodcast.com. Thank you to all of those who are already signed up. Currently, we are running a two-part series with the fabulous Melanie Morris, contributing editor of Image Magazine, and her and I are dissecting drag race philippines and we were really impressed with the drag queen at the helm of the franchise paulo balesteros i think supreme deluxe is a beautiful soul but sometimes i'm like carmen ferrala looks better do you know so but i feel like at no point did any of the queens come near to, to paulo on the runway no not and and wouldn't even dream to you know they seem to have that respect for them as well also melanie and i loved the drag queen turing who was gone far too soon if i saw somebody doing an interpretive dance about covid with a sequined or a studded face mask i would normally be sniggering up my sleeve god forgive me but she actually stopped me in my tracks and 
everything I saw her do afterwards, she's just one of nature's lovely people who takes their time and forces you to relax and take your time. So if you want to hear more hot takes on Drag Race Philippines, head over to the workroom. You'll be supporting the show. You'll be eternally grateful. So see you over there. This is how it's always been. Double Love is a podcast in which we explore the strange and terrifying world of Sweet Valley High, book by book. Join me, Anna Carey. And me, Karen Moynihan. As we revisit one of the maddest series of books ever written or ghostwritten. If you ever read about Elizabeth and Jessica, the perfect blonde Wakefield twins, then you might enjoy listening to us absolutely tearing them to shreds. Affectionately, of course. Of course. And even if you didn't, there's still plenty of drama, kidnapping, stolen boyfriends and school dances to entertain you. Find us on the Headstuff Podcast Network and wherever you get your podcasts. So that's all of the queens entered. We have a little entrance from RuPaul to his own song. And then we Eurovision style go through the four uh, competitors and hear their original songs. I'll do a quick um, description of the four songs that we can get into them in more detail. Anitra was up first with Lotus. It was a sort of mid-tempo dubstep song, um, which I didn't love. Lux was next with this sort of more upbeat electro-pop song with this like sort of pulsing club beat called It's Giving Fashion, which I think is more typical of, of sort of like a, a drag song or a drag queen song crafted around a catchphrase. Um, Mistress, similar vibe, was more electropop again with sort of EDM build before the chorus. It was called Delusion. She was dressed in latex as a nurse. It was cute. And then finally, Sasha gave us a pure deep house banger called Goddess, in which she spelt the word several times for us all. Uh, Amanda, <laughs> which of these performances was your favourite? Um, I did like Anitra's. Okay, interesting. Yeah, I did. I, I think... Um the others sort of because they were more poppy they were more um the sort of sexy sort of dance act thing where i think anitra stayed um more classy oh and didn't feel the need to expose her body bits and you know do that sort of the, the dancing so for me i liked anitra's and i th- i think she lip syncs absolutely perfectly so I like Tanitra's. Yeah. I loved Sasha's. It's the only one and, and I enjoyed all of them, but Sasha's is the only one that I went back to YouTube to try and find the performance because I wanted to watch it again. Um and, and I and I couldn't find it. And I went back and put the episode back again just because I wanted to watch that performance. I there was something so mesmerizing there's something so mesmerizing to see her perform. You see you see the legacy that she's living uh, in into all her drag daughters, and she know, and you see all her mentors uh, when she when she performs. Like when she's not just herself on stage. You see a whole, a whole. I don't know. It's it's just like drag made perfection. Uh, I, I love yeah. her. And the song was was just beautiful for her. And yeah, it's uh, yeah my favorite hands down. Yeah, and I love I love how she constantly is. Um, reminding us of that, that it, she's not standing up there alone. Yeah, yeah, it's gorgeous. And and am I wrong in that? Like she was the only one who actually sang on her track because that sounded like her. It's I don't know if with... it did. I I think they were all written by production, was... okay. and it's kind of hard yeah. to know how to judge them. Then right. I'm like, well, I you know I probably listened to all you know the last three songs. I might not listen to Lotus, but then maybe I shouldn't be docking Anitra points for that because she didn't write the song. So it's hard to know. Yeah. 
it's a bit I, I've always I've always felt because they did this with the season of Naomi's Smalls as well. And they did with actually last season as well. I don't know. It's it's a bit odd to me because they give you the song. I don't know how much of a say the queens have on on it. And it just feels mm-hmm. a bit yeah. Hopefully people will like it. You know what I mean? Like it feels your control, but and oh, it's well. weird now to see it. It's on Spotify or Apple Music, whatever, down as Sasha Colby as the lead artist. But it's also so weird to think that her vocals aren't in it at all in some way. So it's hard to know. <laughs> I mean, I wonder, I mean, maybe I was just imagining because I want that to be true, but I, I thought it sounded like her. But, it did sound the most like know. her, I think. Yeah. To be fair. I think they, yeah. I just ma- they matched her voice the best. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Also, I loved how funny Lux's was. I love that there were like moments of like fierceness and and beauty, and then uh, like I love the moment at the end about like fashion being pain and her turning inward. Mm. Enjoyed all that. I didn't love all the effects on Mistress's track. It didn't yeah. work for me personally. Yeah, like I said, oh, that there's an EDM chorus which was like dirt, 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 and then it kind of just went. I'm the literal, and I just kind of went back to where it was before. It kind of didn't rebuild yeah. to nothing almost. Yeah, but she also seemed a little disappointed with her performance. She seemed a little nervous. And she missed a few lyrics like, as well. I think. Yeah, um, felt bad for her. How did you feel about Anitra's track, Erin, uh, on performance? Because I know you were you were Team Anitra coming into this. Yeah. Um. I. Uh, yeah, I did. I didn't love it. I thought it was great, but I mean, I think it was my own super high expectations for Anitra sort of working against her in my own head. I just want the finale to just be like a psycho explosion of in like erratic expression, which is my own my own issue, I suppose. Um, and I like I appreciate the the references and the representation of her heritage and her story and stuff. But yeah, I, w- I guess I wanted to see the duck a bit. Like I wouldn't have minded if she just kind of pandered a little bit, though I respect yeah. that she didn't. But I kind of wanted it. Well, she gave us plenty later. Yes. <laughs> I mean, right. Sasha coming on and, you know, the with that tail wasn't it yeah. and then pulling that off that that was an iconic moment wasn't it it was just 100%. yeah 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 it was a, a pure spectacle there, the braids yeah. yeah it felt like a full finished vegas performance yeah. and yeah. even in terms of like the songs they're given Anitra gets to sing about the lotus which i think was incorporated into one of her looks on the runway at some point yeah where Sasha just gets to be called goddess. Like, there's a clear hierarchy being set out there by production yeah. already. You know? I would hope that there was, like, some collaboration there where they sat down and they were like, okay, what are you thinking, roughly, for what well, you want to do? I know, do? I think, remember last season, uh, what's her name, Paris and Mike, Angeria, she had a whole song about her track record, and it really just felt like the producers were seeing what the fans were saying about her at the start of the mm. season she had a really good track record and they were like oh we've written you this song whereas I don't imagine at any point Anitra would have been like oh my distinct point of view and drag is my track record in this competition you know so it's hard to know yeah. who who's involved in this um, yeah. some other sort of side bits then we have the giving us lifetime achievement award for Bob Mackie who when they started doing this I was like god is he dead <laughs> why yeah, are we doing I thought this the same thing I was like oh my god did he just pass away <laughs> yeah I'm glad to know that everyone was like huh <laughs> so many iconic people have died in the past two years I'm like wait yeah, yeah. 
God, he's looking great too. He's the cutest little dapper man I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that Bob Mackie designed all the costumes for the Carol Burnett show. Like yeah, I'm a big a uh, 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 sketch comedy writer. I love the the Carol Burnett show. So that is wild that he did that. Yeah. So cool. Then. Now, I don't know how the other non-Americans feel felt about this in the show. I, okay, yeah, I'm glad we're talking about this. <laughs> yeah, so they have their little public service PSA about, you know, the issue with the drag ban, etc., etc. And then it was like, if anyone tells you who you should love, who you can't be, who to dress like, just tell them, I am American. And I found that tough to watch because I was like, yeah. these problems happen all over the world, you know, like what? how, how is that mm-hmm. advice for little queer kids in the UK or in Spain or in Ireland, you know, yeah. so you can't say yeah. that to them. So I don't know, I thought it was a very US centric response. Yeah, as as the American in the chat, <laughs> like resident uh, um, expat. Yeah, that bummed me out about it. I wish it was just I am human. Like it, I don't, it, but I mean that said, I I have great empathy for my fellow Americans because we are so brought up with American exceptionalism. It's a bummer that it like it, you know bleeds into uh, queer culture, but yeah, I didn't didn't love that, but I get it. But yeah, <laughs> what did I you both think? Didn't even think about. It. I was like, well, there you go, Americans being Americans, they love. <laughs> I know it's so embarrassing. <laughs> it's like, oh, a video yeah. like this. It's hysterical. I, I don't oh. think any other country does that kind of. <laughs> no, <laughs> I Spanish. Ole ole, we love paella. I don't think that I've never seen that in Spain. I'm, I, it's part I of. It's part of the spectacle watching a show like this in America, I think, is so funny. But yeah, I agree. I think it would have been yeah. nice to make part of the interna- international audiences as well. But the, the the focus now it's in America when it comes to drag and the drag ban. So I, I was not yeah. too, too no, the, the sentiment was was good. Yeah. Yeah, I liked I liked the, the sentiment. Then we had yeah. a little uh, performance of the world built on drag between Leyland and uh the Canadian guy whose name I forget. Uh, Orville Peck. Orville Peck. Thank you very much. And the and, and the Queen's <laughs> headline with him, the Canadian guy. guy. That's what we all think of him as: <laughs> the Canadian guy, um, the hot guy with a mask that I can't. His name yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I noticed that Sugar had not learned the words to that song, which kind of annoyed <laughs> oh, me. No. Well, yeah. I love that she's keeping with her brand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She was just like, I can't do. I, I, I feel like both Sugar and Spice looked terrified up there. Terrified. They looked like child brides. It just... I know. <laughs> On the side that you can do it. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Just learn the words. I was, I was really feeling for Marsha being up there. I was just imagining her internal monologue, being like, God damn it! I wish I would have. <laughs> yeah, I was last this challenge. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, Leland, um, great voice. Great voice. Yeah, yeah, great mm. voice. Uh, Willow Pill is up uh, next. She comes in with these sort of like almost like a, a, a arched trellis of like sort of pink feathers and everything. Like it was very interesting. I want to plant her yeah. in my garden. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What are y'all doing in my bathroom is such a funny entrance line. Mm, as well. Yeah, I hope, I hope she's doing okay. I, I'm not sure how, like, she seems to get, allude to mental health struggles. I don't know if she has her health struggles. Also. I hope she's doing good. It was good to see her. Yeah, she's like grief as well. I wonder if she mm. lost someone. Yeah. Uh, 
And yeah. then and then straight from the Wizard of Oz was cornbread as the lion. <laughs> <laughs> I liked this. How did you find this rap, Amanda? Oh, I don't know. Well, she looked like she did bad plastic surgery or something, didn't she? And full of leather. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was fun, wasn't it? It was a good way to, to I think, finalise it all up, you know? So, um, yeah. Yeah, it was fun. And, and I think after everything, it should be brought back down to that as well, shouldn't it? As, as you said, you know, because... Um, Willow, she looks like she's got the world on her shoulders as well, doesn't she? So it's it's nice to have to wrap it up with a bit of fun, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Willow wasn't up there on her own as well. Do you know she was kind of with yeah. her season 14 yeah. Yeah. season yeah. mate as well. Who were you rooting for, Amanda, for um Miss Congeniality? Um I didn't really have a favorite. You're a traitor, you don't you don't support <laughs> Miss Congeniality. <laughs> uh Teresa? Well, I was hoping maybe Selena would, would get it. Um, me I too. Think she, I think she was, I don't know, it was a clear choice for me. Um, but I'm very happy who got it. Like, But yeah, I I, I, I have, with, with these choices, I always interiorize who's going to get them. And then they say a different name. And I'm like, oh, wait, yeah, this other person was also for the price. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought Selena was going to get it. I, Devin Selena was a good contender for it. I kind of felt she the way she exited in such a salty way and she kind of had i know malaysia had one argument in untucked and so did selena i kind of felt maybe malaysia was going to pip it and then when i saw selena got the golden boot i was like okay they probably won't give her Mm. both yeah we'll give uh, malaysia um it's new i thought the cash award of two thousand dollars for each of them was a really funny amount for some (laughs) some reason i don't know just make it five Like here's two grand. Like, here's 175.50 over the rest of the (laughs) (laughs) Wow, thank you. I wouldn't say no to 2K. No, that's true. No, I wouldn't stick my nose up at it. (laughs) And then straight off of Broadway, we got a performance from Jinx Monsoon. Is the song? I know the song, but I can never know. Remember, is it called "Just Be Good to Mama" or just or when you're good to Mama? When you're good. When you're good to Mama. Um, Yeah. I didn't know Jinx had these the, these pipes. She was so good. She had fantastic. Yeah, I was so shocked when you know looking at that performance because I didn't expect her to be able to sing like that. You know, and um, and absolutely looked the part and everything. So yeah, and it's lovely as she said that um, doing the drag has given her her dream in life now, hasn't it? You know, it's taken her all the way where she wanted to go, and and you know that's that's. That's a tribute, really, and it's good that she said that on the show. What is going on with drag at the moment, as well? Because that's what people need to look at: is the, the bigger, the bigger side of it all, as well, mm. don't they? You know, the opportunities that it does create for people, as well. You know, for these queens, you know. So I'd highly recommend her special Jinx Monsoon Redhead Redemption. Okay, it's hilarious, great cabaret comedy. Uh, also saw her in Edinburgh. Like she's just such a brilliant live performer, and it's so fun. And I just her laughing makes me laugh. I loved her. I mean, it's been Jinx's year, and it was so nice to have her there. Uh, for all of I've not been able to watch her in Chicago, um, it was just nice to have a little snippet of Jinx on the on that stage. It was it was gorgeous, and she said something very real that I think about every day. It's funny how drag has allowed us drag queens to do things we would have 
never been able to 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 do but we really saw for ourselves like well her being on the main stage me being a guest judge on drag race spain like these things that would not occur to us if it wasn't because of drag and it's such a great media and such a great art form and she's just like the epitome of of drag to me at the moment mm. i love yeah 100 mm-hmm. i do wonder i do assume she wears something different when she is performing on broadway because i don't really see her as this sort of head jailhouse mama in that gorgeous like <laughs> pink gown <laughs> i assume the costume was different yeah exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that brings us to the final performance between anitra and sasha i don't think anyone was surprised they were the top two they were definitely the top two fan favorites uh throughout the you know yeah. the season it and... did feel very unceremonious the way they were like all right claps, <laughs> you claps and for looks and mistress and yeah yeah <laughs> off you go off you go it's never gonna make sense and uh, they do this in drag race Spain, and it's a lot more brutal it's like bye because they make mm-hmm. them floats it's ridiculous but yeah it's it's, it's always a bit sad but yeah. yeah i think it was the rightful top two i love you know being the lip sync assassins of the season good to see a culminated battle between the two of them the two of them lip synced the classic disco track amy stewart knock on wood sasha arrives out in this big black sort of velvety puffer trench coat whereas Anitra is straight up just in a white bejeweled catsuit with a heart in it. Uh, Sasha goes on to reveal to like an aubergine ball gown, which she then pulls apart, which I'm trying to work out the mechanics. going to pull a knife out or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A big sword. Yeah, the separate. Yeah, a big sword. Yeah. Um, into yeah. then, just kind of just like a brown panties, whereas Anitra then, the heart turns into these sort of ribbons, which was a really clever idea. Mm-hmm. Um, was this Charitza in any way for you a close battle or was there a clear winner there was a clear winner I'm afraid I think Sasha just killed it at the beginning I was like oh well there's a big outfit there's reveals sure gonna happen but the way they were made were very clever what what that, that reveal that second one what it, how it works it's a corset and it has hoops in both sides and there's one metal strip of plastic, of hard plastic that goes in the middle that is held in it together. So when you pull that, all the hoops pull apart, and then it's when oh, you, it... cool, like a pin pulling. Yeah, around. yeah, something that gets used a lot in burlesque. It's normally on the side, mm. and the front, but normally they go like this. It's very easy, and then it all falls apart, which is a very oh, quick very cool. outfit. So you can tell she comes from Miss Continental. She's seen a lot of drag and and she just knew when she created herself a stage, like at the beginning, I was like, oh, oh well, you dropped that massive coat there. And I just love how she used it. And it was... Yes. Like, oh, <laughs> I loved I loved her writing at the, it at the end. It was like her <laughs> in a coach. Like, in, it was just gorgeous. And then Anitra did feel a bit underwhelming compared to because it was just like yeah it was a white beautiful version and then the heart thing was very clever but it felt a bit short compared to Sasha for me but both Amanda more of an Anitra fan were you did you think it was more of an even battle I was disappointed for Anitra I love the heart you know the ribbons coming out was the heart I love that but I I I felt Anitra felt Diminished. She was down in it. Yeah, she could see Sasha's reveals and everything, and and she just knew, I think, that she wasn't up to it. Um, yeah, just perhaps a little bit more detail, perhaps a reveal before that, or yeah. But I think Sasha did run away with it. You know, yeah, great person to lose to. I mean, that's yeah. one thing is like yeah. all those queens. I'm sure are just like, well, yeah, 
<laughs> Dumbledore so, won, of course. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were all fighting just like the whole season to see who came second and third. So yeah. I think. Gonna... <laughs> perfect. What a perfect analogy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I think she was in her element there. And even like, I think throughout the performances, it kind of felt. Do you remember in the X Factor, they'd get like a guest performance in to perform and you'd be like, oh yeah, this is what a real performer's like. It kind of felt like that different yeah. to Caliber at times. Yeah. Well, it was that different level, wasn't yeah. it? it was, 100%. Yeah. So, so yeah. Sasha is season 15 winner. I'm so happy to see her there. Um, and yeah, like I think she did a good job. Um, thank you both for your time today. It was so great to chat to both of you in this sort of round table yeah. format. Uh, well, that's it with you, Teresa. What do you have coming up now over the next you know few weeks that people can get involved if they want to go see you? Uh, I'm releasing uh, a new song. Uh, Exciting. Exclusive. I haven't said anything yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a song I've been performing, but I I, I, did, I never thought of, of releasing it. It's called Cho Cho Theresa May. And it's just to teach people how to pronounce my name because British people can't pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <and then laughs> Uh, I have a oh my god! What is it? in summer? There's a cooking show coming in Spain. So if you're from Spain, oh. listen, keep, keep, keep watching because uh, it, it's going to be fun. And then yeah, just gigging all around the UK. I'm going to Paris as well. So just keep an eye to all the gigs over there. Fabulous, exciting. And Amanda? Um, yeah, I've got a hack attack coming out on Channel Four that I done with Aura. So that's sort of um, different secrets about each other and, and yeah, disclosing things. That's coming up. And then um, a lot of Pride events coming up and I've got some filming going on too. So, yeah, keep Exciting. an eye out. Exciting. <laughs> well, look, thank you so much for joining us here on Pod, and we'll chat to you really soon. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Adios. Do you have a favorite moment from the season? I'm going to say Jax's performance from the talent show using the hair as a jump oh, rope. With the j- jump yeah, rope. That, okay. that was like yeah. the first moment that really blew my mind this season and kind of like tipped off like how talented the group was. And I just thought that was so incredible. So that was mine. What was yours, Kian? My favorite moment was the Anitra Marsha 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 lip sync, mm. but not for the free willy moment. <laughs> For the moment, just before the final chorus, where Anitra's further back on the stage and uh, Marsha is up the front of the stage and they both do a spin and split at the same oh, time. Yes. There's something about that that just gives me gay goosebumps. <laughs> it's my it's my goal in the last minute of the World Cup mm-hmm. chills, but that's that was what that was Queer rapture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like a lot of those yeah, people in the magic. audience at the at the finale, a lot of queer rapture going on. <laughs> yes, yes. I was sending key in, uh, screenshots of people in the audience reacting. It was <laughs> delightful. Also weird in the audience, just Georgia May Jagger sitting behind the judges. <laughs> Georgia yeah. May Jagger and uh Oh, Carrie Delevingne. Yes. Yes, yeah. Georgia, Georgia May, May da, da, Georgia May Jagger and Cara Delevingne just sitting behind. Just chilling, room. yeah. Those girls yeah, like to be out. like to be where where it's happening. All right. So thank you so much for being my co-host this season, Giovanni. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I've had such a wonderful time. Thank you everyone for listening to me. <laughs> Not that you had a choice if you listen to the podcast, um, but uh, yeah, no, I've had a wonderful time, and I've just felt very honored being able to be in this space <laughs> you're very welcome <laughs> that sounded that sounded sar- sarcastic it wasn't <laughs> well, if, if no pe- i've loved it it's been great if people want to hang out with us more we are putting on a table quiz in mm-hmm. dublin 
on the 6th of May if you want to come along. It's in the Bernard Shaw. If you are a drag fan and you want to test your knowledge, we will be putting your knowledge to the test in some fun table quiz rounds and there'll be some live drag performances as well. So yeah, it'll be a huge party. Come out and find your people. Play with us on the 6th of May. (laughs) (laughs) No, it will be fun. There'll be prizes. Uh, You know, there'll be live comedy. Quizzes, drinks, fun. Other drag race fans, what more is there to to want so yeah tickets are available yeah, on questions across, across all of drag race not just the season so come on out and if you're in dublin and you're interested in comedy or improv or just meeting other comedy loving folks mobtheaterdublin.ie we have shows every thursday at wigwam and we have upcoming uh sketch and screenwriting and improv classes so hope to see you there absolutely is the discount code sissy still still live it is yes yeah. discount code sissy yes Exciting. still live yes, yes. Uh, and yes i will talk to you soon uh, i'll be back for all stars eight at some point you'll hear more across socials at sissy that pod but until then see you love you bye, bye. this show is part of the headstuff podcast network a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. If you want to support this podcast and get a full ad-free episode, sign up to Headstuff Plus.